Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. So I want you to go quickly with me to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. And when you are all ready, give me a loud amen. Amen. All right, all right. Close your eyes, Heavenly Father. Speak to us. May your word shine our path. Father, we pray, we put aside, Lord, any influence, any charisma from any individual. That, Lord, you, by way of the Holy Spirit, may be our inspiration in our walk. We look to you, O Lord, in times of need, in times of darkness, in times of challenges. We look to you, Lord. We say, Lord, our hearts are ready. Our minds are ready. Our ears are receptive to your words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I'm going to take a hit of this. Man, T? Who was this? Who's that? My man. Wow. Man, we starting the year just right. Good job. Ephesians. This is the Apostle Paul, and he's writing to his church, and he says, Imitate. 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 Therefore, in some things. Some things. We are to imitate God in some things. Everything. Huh? Everything. In everything you do. Because you're Christians. Because you go to church. Because you're members of a church. Because you're Pentecostal. Because you're Jehovah's Witness. Because you are. You're what? Because you are his dear children. Next. Live a life filled with, with, with following. Whose example? Whose example? Pastors? Huh? Whose? Christ. That word imitate means to copy. Means to copy a person's speech, their mannerisms. To follow as a pattern, model, or example. To resemble. It means to mimic. You know, yesterday while we were here and uh, we heard from Miriam's family one of her sisters in particular was speaking and as she spoke her mannerisms the tone the inflection of her voice all of these things just my goodness it was like there she is it's Miriam and and imitating means to 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 follow someone's pattern someone's to model someone's example to resemble them, to mimic them. Children, I received a, uh, a text this week from a parent that sent a, a, 
a video of her child in the back. And while her mom was, was driving, uh, the child was in the back in her car seat with her hands raised into the air and she was worshiping God. No one was telling her to do it. It was a response of what she has been able to, to model, to mimic. You know, I, I tell people that what we do on Sundays is vital. It's vital to the next generation behind us. There's a generation behind us that's looking to you, man of God, looking to you, woman of God, and they will worship the way you worship. They will sing the way you sing. And they will conquer and have victory the way you have victory and the way you conquer. But they will also be defeated the way you're defeated. They're watching, paying attention. And this starts in our home. Fathers, watch the way you lay an example for those in your home. I don't need you to be a believer and a Christian here. I need you to be that at home. Amen. Amen. Moms, that goes for you too. Stop elbowing them. <laughs> but the call here from Apostle Paul is to this church of Ephesus. And he's calling this church to imitate God. He calls them to imitate God not in some things, but in and everything and all things we are to imitate God in all things that is the way we speak to one another the way we conduct ourselves the way we respond to people you know that we we have become so short fused lately as a, as a culture as a society if the coffee's not right, if the food isn't right, just, just moody and short used and ready to fly off the hinges. Over, am I the only one? No. Oh, okay, don't make me. <laughs> but we are to imitate God in everything. Paul says, that the reason we are to imitate, he, he doesn't reference a reward such as heaven. He doesn't reference a consequence such as hell. Paul says, imitate God because you are his children. Did you hear that? Yes. Why are we to imitate God? Because we are what? We are what? His children. He calls to imitate because God is our father. So we are to look, to sound, to conduct ourselves and comport as God does. And then God goes, he doesn't just tell his people why they're to imitate the heavenly father, but he then tells them how Imitating that is achieved. He says to live a life filled with love. And then he gives us an example. Who's the example? 
Jesus. You, you may say to yourself, how can anyone imitate God when we don't see? We can't hear him. We don't feel him. It's easy. Tell somebody, do what Jesus does. Husbands, wives, if you are home and there is friction and the tone is going off course and, and, and things are starting to get a little out of control, you know how you bring it back? Remind each other to be like Jesus. Amen. Wives love to hear that. Wives love to hear in the middle of an argument, you're about to start arguing, Reminder, honey, be like Jesus. They love to hear that. I'm telling you, go for it. It works every time. And I'm glad the children are, are gone because I would tell the children the same thing. They're very, uh, uh, children, remind your parents to be like Jesus. It, it settles things. Becky reminds me, sometimes, again, uh, driving is where I lose my salvation. So, so Becky will remind me over and over, excuse me, pastor, you want to slow down? Excuse me, pastor, you want to conduct yourself? And <laughs> Paul tells us to follow the example of Christ. About a year ago, Becky and I, Becky and I went on vacation, and um, and so I decided that hey, we were going to go to vacation, and uh, we're, we went back home to Puerto Rico, and 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 uh, that's where I was born, and um, Becky was, and I was, I was born in Puerto Rico, and um, <laughs> and uh, so I surprised her with a few excursions. One of them did not work out the way we thought. Did not work out. But the other one was a fun one. And I surprised her with this excursion. It was underwater caves and a natural, a natural nature walk. All right, nature walking. And I want to I want to show you if you guys give me just two minutes. I just want to show you a real quick video of um of what that was like. And, and I'm going, believe me, I'm going somewhere with this. Watch his height. Michael Phelps. One, two, go. Wow. Family, how's the water? No, 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 no. Like, hey, 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 h
Hola, hola. Familia, te puedes seguir más adelantito. So the destination is the waterfall. But in order for us to get to the waterfall, we had to follow this trail to get there. And, it, and this is the most breathtaking to me uh, experience that I've had by far because um, Becky was on her best behavior. <laughs> she didn't complain. She didn't. It was challenging. Um, in the caves, there, uh, there, was no, there was no light, obviously, once we got through one of the areas. And then she said, all right, we're going to turn on just one cell phone light. And I want to show you guys something. And then it turned it on. And then she clapped. And when she clapped, just bats everywhere. How wonderful. <laughs> Becky was squeezing my hand. But I remember vividly our tour guide was telling us, or, or I should say she was warning us, that getting to the beautiful site required precise steps. Do you want to get to something? I'm about to show you. It's beautiful. But the, the way there, the trek there, it's going to be a bit challenging. Let me remind you along the route to get there to that waterfall, there was a person that was with us that was over 65 years old. And she kept reminding us, I'm sick, I'm over 65. She didn't want to say how old, but she said, I'm old. She kept saying it, I'm over 65. And, and our tour guide with her Puerto Rican, having Puerto Rican accent, she would tell us, Familia, put your foot where I put my foot. Where I don't put my foot, you don't put your foot. Because if you put your foot where I don't put my foot, you're going to cataplan. <laughs> and that's what she would say to us. She said, I'm telling you, if you, wanna, if you don't want to have a big, she called it a big trouble. If you don't want to find yourself in a big trouble, you do what I do. 
and don't do what I don't do. I can tell you that there was another younger couple that would not listen, would not follow instructions. They end up having busted knees. Uh, they were bleeding all through their legs. And this big boy right here just following every step that she told us to do. And she would say, hold on, and we would hold on. Becky, not there, babe, babe's not there. And you have to flip around, and, and there was height, and these little narrow, just holding on to these vines. She then said to us, I have spent hours and days and weeks, months, years walking this very trail. I do this daily so that you can be safe. I spend hours swimming. When there is a hurricane, when there's a storm, I come back out, I clean out all of the debris before my guest. I clean everything out because sometimes it, 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 the water raises. There's a, there's a, the, the current changes. She said, I spent hours so that, so that you may arrive safely. And the point that I'm trying to make is that the outcome of our journey was in her hands. How thorough we would be in following her determine how we would arrive. And there were people that I said fell, slipped, stopped along the way. Others gave up, turned back. On the other side, it was just this generation of people with wisdom that just followed instructions and did what we were told. And that 65-year-old lady. I made it. She said, I made it. And she would turn around our tour guide and said, Familia, because you didn't put your foot where I told you not to, this is why you're getting hurt. Come on, family. She said, this is easy. I already did the work for you. Just follow my instructions. And this is how much you are loved. That God tells you the very same thing. Before you walk this trail, I've already mapped out the trail for you. I've already mapped out your journey so that you can arrive safely at your destination and enjoy the beauty along the way. You know, Becky and I, as we were walking, it was hard not to take in the beauty all around us. There were beautiful uh, uh, sights, things for us to observe and see. However, we needed to follow her pace. And sometimes her pace meant that we would have to miss some niceties. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 through 11 says, But God showed his, his 
Come on, his, his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us. When? Continue. And since we have been since we have been since we have been in 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 God's sight by the blood of Christ you were made right by what? by the blood of Christ he will certainly save us from God's condemnation continue for since our Friendship was what? This is what salvation is all about. It's about a restoring of your your relationship with God. We we have made salvation about heaven and hell, and 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 we miss the main point that when we give our lives over to Jesus, it restores our relationship back to the Father. That is a that is good news. That is good news. And he says, was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies. We will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So what happens? So what happens? So what happens? So what happens? What happens? Listen, guys, this is what Sundays is about. This is why we drag our butts out here to church on a Sunday. Even when we don't want to. Why? So that we can rejoice in what? Wonderful. Because our He already told us to try. follow him. Guys, follow me. Just follow me. I'm going to get you there. Just follow me. Tell somebody, stop running. reading that now someone say now Now. that now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship what kind of relationship is this what kind of relationship is it it's a new relationship Shawani what kind of relationship is it huh let me hear you out loud (laughs) she said it's new You ever talk to Shawani while she speaks with her hands? She's like. (laughs) We can rejoice in this wonderful new relationship with God. And it began through Jesus' sacrifice. This is what the cross is all about. It's a constant reminder of this new relationship. The death of Jesus afforded us the benefit of not having to figure out the journey. Listen, you don't have to figure it out. Stop it. You you don't have to know it all. You don't have to know it all. It's, it's It's okay not to have an answer, but just follow the one who does. And, and, and run and chase after him and don't stop chasing after him. He tells us step by step what to do and what not to do to ensure us 
the best outcome. We, we are told that we are to live life filled with love. But not just any love. Not just any love. We are to live our lives filled with our Heavenly Father's love. Whose love? With His love. That's how we are to live life, with His love. That's, that's what gives me 33 years of marriage with my wife. I give Becky his love because if I gave her my love, we wouldn't make it 33 years. And, and you may laugh and chuckle, but that's what's gotten us to the other side. And, and, and our marriage was a living hell for 12 years, but it wasn't until I learned this principle of loving her with God's love that my love got out of the way. See, my love always comes with conditions. Not God's love. And I have to tell Becky, baby, you got to love me too like that. Baby, you got to love me back like that. You got to love me like with God's love. Don't give me, I don't want your love. Don't, don't give me your love. Give me God's love. And, and if you think, if, if you think this doesn't work, I encourage you, go home, practice that. Give your coworkers God's love, not your love. Give your children God's love, not your love. Children, love your parents with God. Alexis, love me with. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. We need a house. Our, our heavenly Father loves us so much. You know, the other day I was on TikTok, and I don't know TikTok. I'm an old guy. And um, as an old guy, I, I go on TikTok, and I don't know how to operate stuff. In fact, uh, it was uh, who, uh, Emmy's daughter, Kami, was laughing at me because uh, I was trying to do a, a TikTok live, and, and I didn't know how to flip the thing on TikTok live, so I was like this the whole time. <laughs> I was walking around like this, and she laughed at me. She's like, you're so old. And she's like, it's right there. You know so. So, but I was on TikTok live and you know what I did? It was weird, but you know what I did? I just sat there on TikTok and I put the camera real close to this beautiful face. And I said, good morning. I love you. And then I said nothing else. And then I said it again. Good morning. Love you. And I just kept saying, I love you. And it blew my mind. There were over a thousand people in there. I was getting flamed, and some people were saying all kind of rude things and nasty things to me. It's wonderful. But then there were single moms that said, I haven't heard that in such a long time. Thank you. Beautiful way to start my morning. And so I was saying was just, I love you. I love you. Don't wait for your loved ones to go away to, to write letters and to say you love and to give flowers and to give gifts. Man, take some time. Call your loved one now. Tell them how much you love them. And don't love them with your love. Love them with God's love. Amen. Take, take your loved ones and get, grab a cup of coffee. I mean, husbands, take a moment to just, you know, look into your wife's eyes and tell her how much you love her. And, and wives that it's reciprocal and you tell him the same parents tell your children 
every day before they go on a bus how much you love them give them love Our heavenly father loves us so much and his love is so great that he not only sent his son to die for us while we were still sinners scripture says but then God then he pours his love into our hearts Romans chapter 5 verse 5 says and this hope will not lead to to next for we know we know how dearly God loves us why we know how dearly he loves us why because he has given us the Holy Spirit to what to what with what you got to take that in take a moment to take that in and there are fathers that don't know how to say I love you to a daughter or or fathers that don't know how to say I love you to a son stop it grow up man up follow Jesus tell your child tell your son tell your I love you and do it with God's love. Now, this is where I want to land this morning, and I want to stand. I want to stay here um, throughout probably the, the the remainder of the month. But in order for something to be poured in and be filled with something else, whatever you're feeling needs to be empty. Let me say this again. In order for something to be filled with something, the something you're filling needs to be. Let me say it again, because I don't think you're getting it. In order for something to be filled with something, the something you're filling needs to be. Did you get that? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Husbands, are you hearing that? Yes. Wives, are you getting that? Yes. Children, are we getting it? You should have offered, you're all children here to, to someone. Yes. Where's Paul? Patty, are you getting that? Yes. You got it? Yes. Write it down. Write it down. Make a note. Her name is Patty Linares on that song. <laughs> so, what did I say? Can someone repeat it? Someone, just repeat it out loud. I want to hear it. Come on, let me hear it. You're good students. What did I say? That sound right. <laughs> that, uh, okay, so so uh, Chris, Chris Cooper, you're in the middle of an argument with Crystal, right? You're gonna remind her what the pastor said on Sunday. Let me hear it. <laughs> in order for something, let me hear that. Mm. Girl, make that man some coquito when you go home. <laughs> but but I want you, in all seriousness, I want us to take, I, I want us to pause for a moment because, listen, we, we, could, we could laugh and it could, it, you know, we could add a humor to everything, but, but I want us to understand that in order for God to do his role, to fill me with what he wants to give me, I have to be empty of something. 
So how do we empty ourselves before the Lord? How do we empty ourselves before we are filled? There's a woman, one of my favorite stories in the Bible, an amazing godly woman who has an amazing, if, if you get a chance, please read the entire story. Her name is Hannah. Hannah is barren. She wants to have a child. And she couldn't have children of her own. And she's weeping before the Lord in the temple. And she's praying for this child. Out of 1 Samuel chapter 1 verses 12 through 18. I want to read this story for you. But go home and read it on your own for yourselves. The Bible says that as she was praying. Who was she praying to? Who was she praying to? Stop telling people to pray for you. Pray for yourself. You need a prayer life. You need to have a relationship with the Father. People don't like to hear that. People don't like to hear They love to give other people the responsibility of doing what they ought to be doing. Can you pray for me? Pray for yourself. Who are my prayer warriors? I'm praying for me. You become one. And pray for yourself. Now, I'm not saying that I won't pray for you. Of course, obviously, we'll do that. But you got to learn to pray for yourself and have a relationship with God. And, and this woman was praying to the Lord, and then Eli is the priest. Now, Eli, the priest, is, is, is watching her while she prays. Now, listen to how... Now, now you think I could be tough as a pastor sometimes, right? Yes. And you may say, thank you, Dr. Gladys. Wow. <laughs> Front row bursted out. Yes. <laughs> well, the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. God knows what you know. What you, okay. So, so, but listen to what the, listen to what the priest, listen to what the, the pastor. Let's go. Next one. Seeing her lips moving but hearing he ain't gonna hear anything she's just praying somewhere this dude thought she had been drinking the pastor continues to say he says must you come here drunk he demanded throw away your wine and then she responds oh no sir I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger, but I am very, I am very, where does she take her discouragement? Where does she take the discouragement? I am very discouraged and I was, I was my heart to whom? Man, I hope you're getting this. Let's go. Don't think that I'm wicked. Don't think that I'm a wicked woman. For I have been out of great anguish and sorrow. Her discouragement, her anguish, and her sorrow. How did she deal with it? Let's go. In that case, the, the pastor goes, in that case. <laughs> Go in peace. <laughs> May God of Israel grant you the request that you've asked of him. 
Oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. Then she went back and she began to eat again and she was no longer sad. Hannah wanted something so bad. It was in the, in the realm of her humanity, it seemed impossible. Hannah doesn't take her plea to anyone. Hannah instead goes to the temple and she poured out herself before the Lord. We're living in a time where people come to church to take home a good song. They'll come to church to take home a good word. They, they come to church to take home a miracle. Everyone wants to take and take, but no one wants to pour out. And this morning, my call of action to you for this week, starting today, I want us to find ways to pour out our heart before our Father, to empty yourself of any and all things that have been causing great discouragement. Are you discouraged? Do you have sorrow? Are, are you feeling anguish? So I want you to go before the Lord and empty yourself that he may fill you with his love. Amen. See, God's love for us is unending. You will never bankrupt heaven of its love. He wants nothing more than to fill your heart and replace that sorrow and replace that anguish, that discouragement. He wants to fill it with his love. See, you'll be able to overcome and to conquer the things that your humanity can't with the love you have. But he can't fill your heart with his love if your love and your heart is full of a bunch of garbage. Psalms chapter 5, I'm sorry, chapter 51, verse 17 says, the sacrifice that God desires, I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to stand to your feet. I, want you to, I just want you to grasp this. This is what the Lord, you know that David got this revelation, King David, as he is writing, and he's, he's writing this down the verses before this, and we don't have that up, but I will tell you, and I'll kind of uh, uh, summarize them for you. But, but, but David receives this revelation from God, and he says, you don't want burnt offerings. You don't want a sacrifice. And then he responds, and he says, the sacrifice that you desire is a what? Broken spirit. Continue. Is there another? He says, you will not a what? A broken and a repentant heart. Oh God. I love that word. Another version says contrite heart. So I don't know what your challenge is. I don't know what the sorrow in your life may be. I don't know what the anguish may be. I don't know what is spilling over from 2022 and already into 2023. Here we are in week two. 
and you may be feeling discouragement, sorrow, and anguish, I want you to close your eyes right now. Close your eyes right now. Where you are and those that are watching us online, this is for you young men. This is for you young woman, single mom, single dad. We're, we're speaking to you. Romans chapter 10, 13 says, for everyone, somebody say everyone, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That is his promise to you. So right now, where you are, all eyes closed, no one, no one looking around, no one on your phones. I want everyone, eyes closed. Come on, just do a, a self-inventory of where you are in your walk and in your relationship with your heavenly father. Right now, where you are. And I want you to ask yourself, what stuff am I full of that I need to empty and pour myself out? And right there where you are, come on, just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Be a Hannah. And, you, and, and there needs to be no sound. No one needs to hear what's coming out of your mouth. Move your lips. Move your heart. For your Father in Heaven's already know the need of your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We worship you, oh Heavenly Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. That in the midst of our hurt, in the midst of our hardship, in the midst of our struggles, Lord, your desire is to fill us with your love. For the joy, your joy, is our strength, Lord. But I cannot be filled with your joy, Lord. If in my humanity, Lord, I'm filled with anger, jealousy, resentment. Father, I pray right now that my heart be repentant. I repent, Lord. I change my ways and I change my directions. I need you. Tell somebody, come on. Guys, just raise your voice and you can say, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we need you more than ever. I need to reestablish my relationship with you. Hallelujah. 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 All eyes closed. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. This is a reckoning between you and your Heavenly Father. All eyes closed. where you are this is a reckoning between you and God this is not with you and this church and or you with a faith 
or you with a denomination. No, this is you and your heavenly father. I want you to pray with us this morning. We're going to come alongside of you and we're going to pray with you so that you don't feel alone. For those that are watching us online, we want to pray with you. We want to come alongside of you as well. And I want to lead you into this prayer and I want you to believe that as you say these words, that from this moment on, there will be a shift in your life like you have never had before. So I want you to repeat out loud with me and know that you're not alone in this prayer because others are going to be praying with you. I want you to say, Heavenly Father, we come before you needing a change of heart. I need you. I can't do it without you. I feel alone. I feel discouraged. I need Jesus. I don't have answers and I don't understand it all. But one thing I know is that I'm tired and I can't go any further alone. I need help. Fill me with this love that comes only from you. I need you more than ever before. From this day on, my heart is your heart. My life is with you. Lead me. Guide me to my purpose, to my destiny, so that I may honor you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.